these new Trump lawsuits could most definitely overturn the election. I'm Gage, and this is America Divided, 49 days after Election Day in America. And here we are, very close to the holiday season. We've got Christmas coming around the corner, and the news is really starting to slow down. Um, I think that a lot of politicians, a lot of offices, they're kind of taking their Christmas break and 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 taking some time off. And and I think at this point in time, we're going to start to to hear a lot of news slow down, slow down every day. But we do have some news from Trump's lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. The headline reads, Rudy Giuliani, New Pennsylvania Supreme Court Lawsuit, first of many efforts. President Donald Trump's attorney, Rudy Giuliani, said that the Trump campaign's challenge in the U.S. Supreme Court to overturn three Pennsylvania Supreme Court decisions is the first of many efforts they will undertake until January 20th. I can't stress this enough. The day that really matters is ultimately January 20th. That's when the inauguration, That's the, that date's in the Constitution. But what, what really matters that's more coming up, that's more recent, on January 6th, that's when Congress, the Senate, is going to meet. And they are going to count the votes, the ballots, the Electoral College submissions. At that point... Mike Pence, since there are well over seven dueling electors, could say that we are going to not count these states as certified. At that point, what would happen is it would go in for a vote in the House of Representatives with each state getting one vote. That means that essentially, since there are 30 GOP-controlled states and only 20 DNC-controlled states. That would essentially mean that Trump would win the election. And that doesn't mean he will win the election. There could be many states that say, we think that Biden won the election, therefore we are not certifying the election in Trump's favor. There are many senators that believe heavily that the election is for Biden that are on the GOP side. There are, of course, a lot more that think that President Donald Trump won the election. And there are actually some senators on the left that believe that Trump won the election, that there was some voter fraud. But at the end of the day, what really matters is this investigation. Because regardless if Trump gets the election or wins the election or Biden wins the election, ultimately what, what matters in the end is finding out what really happened. What really bothers me is the fact that we are about 50 days out from the election and we know just about as much as we knew on election night. A lot of Americans speculated for months that there would be some sort of problems. In fact, my very own co-host on the Midday Mumbles podcast, Isaac, uh, actually predicted that Trump would lose the election, but win, win in the Supreme Court. And I think for judges, especially the Supreme Court, not to take the case because they're afraid of what could happen. I think that's very irresponsible. And I think that they are honestly not doing what they're meant to do. You know, you don't let someone free. You don't let a criminal free just because you're afraid of what might happen. I think the greatest example that's very relevant at this time of year is the the movie Miracle on 34th Street. I think that uh, the court case in that movie where the judge was scared of re-election because he didn't want to commit Santa Claus. And I know that that's, that's just a movie, but there's a lot of similarities between that old movie to what's actually happening today. Many judges and many courts around the United States are very scared to take on this case because of what might happen. They're, they're, they're scared that 
you know, they might rule if they rule in Trump's favor that there might be more riots in the streets. There might be more destruction to private property and that very well could happen. But at the end of the day, justice does not work unless you're willing to take a risk and do what actually is right. I don't think any judge should be in power if they're not willing to look at the evidence and determine rule what's right. You have to go state by state, end quote. The former mayor and federal prosecutor told Newsmax, noting that a victory in Pennsylvania would only impact 20 electoral college votes, and that is true. I mean, that's a measly 20. There are over 84 electoral college votes at this time that are basically in the air. Yes, they've certified the election for Biden, of course, but... That doesn't mean anything. That just means that the states decided that they think that Biden won the election. That's why we have dueling electors. That's why people are challenging those electors. And that's why January 6th matters so much, because that's the day that the Senate adjourns, like I said before, and counts the votes and accepts the challenge that these dueling electors may have had. I think that if we can prove Pennsylvania for Trump... That's, I think, the hardest case. I really do. I think that once Pennsylvania is in Trump's court, it's only a matter of a time before Georgia, Arizona, and maybe even Nevada switch for Trump. I mean, the evidence is substantial of voter fraud. The, there's just so much stuff that's coming out day by day. There's so much stuff that we learn every week. I think at this time, the route that Trump and the Trump legal team are taking is investigating the Dominion software company investigating the actual voting machines themselves. A couple days ago, America Divided was fact-checked on Facebook from a story we ran about the Dominion voting systems being designed intentionally to sway elections. Now, at the time of, of the recording, that evidence was fresh, that was breaking news, and that was a big story. We obviously had to talk about it. We were fact-checked because Facebook and these third-party companies believe that, or maybe they don't believe, but they definitely believe that suppressing is the way to to withhold information from the American people. Honestly, it doesn't seem far from the truth from what we've seen. And it honestly wouldn't surprise me if it came out that all of that was true. How come we can't have a conversation on, on, on big tech's social media platforms? How come I can't go on Facebook or I can't go on Twitter or YouTube and just have a conversation about what's really happening? Why can't I have a conversation with my fellow conservatives or even reach across the aisle and maybe have a conversation with a a Democrat? Why can't I do that? Why are they so afraid to have a conversation? It just doesn't add up. It doesn't make sense to me. Let's read on. The campaign filed an appeal to the Supreme Court to reverse cases by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court that changed mail-in ballot laws. The campaign via the petition has sought the reversal of three cases decided by the state Supreme Court that, quote, illegally changed, end quote, the mail-in ballot laws immediately before and after the 2020 presidential election, arguing that the Supreme Court's decisions are in violation of Article 2 of the Constitution. And the 2000 Bush v. Gore ruling, I mean, 100%. You can't have something in your constitution and then just decide to switch it immediately. This should have been something that they've been, that that, that they started at the beginning of the year. This should have been something that they, they didn't just decide to do the month before. This should have gone to a vote. There should have been a vote for the people of Pennsylvania to decide if this is really what they wanted. You know, it's not for a political party to decide that, 
you know what we we want to change the constitution because it might uh it might help us in this year's election that that's not fair and honestly i i think i can honestly say without a doubt in my mind that if this coronavirus thing never happened, and if these laws were never changed, Trump would have won the the election with a landslide. There's no doubt of that. He's a very popular president, regardless of what the polls on CNN and MSNBC say. It's true. He is very popular. He has a lot of supporters. I mean, 75 million people came out to support him. That's a lot. That's a lot of people. That is more people than any sitting president in U.S. history. And I think that's important to know. You know, Biden getting 80 million votes. I say this all the time. You know, I'm a skeptic. You know, when you when you see these videos of Biden and he can't remember anything. He, 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 you know, his, his speech is screwed up. He, he can't form a sentence that actually makes a lick of sense. And then you see 80 million votes more than Barack Obama. Now, I, I'm not a big fan of Barack Obama. Okay. I, you know, I, I, I respect him or I used to respect him as a human being until the 60 minutes interview, but you know, I've always disagreed with his policies. I've always disagreed with his party. I've always disagreed with his stance on things. But I mean, from one human being to another, I respect him. I think that he was very much the type of person that wanted to reach across the aisle and have a conversation. But at the same time, I don't. I was very young when he was president. And, you know, I started learning this politics thing around the time that Trump took office. And honestly, I am just very surprised that Trump would have lost this election. And I just don't believe it. I don't think it's true. You know, I think the media and big tech played a big role in this. You know, when the Hunter Biden laptop situation came out, it got censored on Facebook. It got censored on Twitter. It got censored on YouTube. You couldn't find anything on that story. That's a big story. The son of the potential president? The son of the potential president? Taking money from foreign allies? And some of that mighty money may have gone to Biden. There was reason to believe that. That should have been front page news. Everyone in this country that, that was going to vote or planned on voting should have known that. That should have been the first thing people saw. But instead, no one saw it, of course. I think that's why Biden got so many votes. But at the same time, I don't really think it would have mattered. There were already so many people that, that had voted via mail. It's just too bad. It's too bad the direction this country is going in because, you know, this this should be the land of the free, the Constitution, pro-America. And it just isn't anymore. There are so many better countries out there. I, I, I love this country and I'd love to be able to say that it's the best country, the greatest country in the world. But it's just it's far from the truth at this point. I think it has potential to build back and be a great nation again. But it's not going to be a great nation when we're so divided. When the Democrats and Republicans can't even come together. That's a bad thing. It doesn't work. A nation like this, a democracy, doesn't work like that. Everyone needs to come together and have a conversation and, hell, maybe compromise. I think everyone should stick to their guns and actually believe and and, and vote the way that they think, the way that the people that put them in power think. But it just doesn't happen. This country's too corrupt. You know, Donald Trump comes into office, this fresh new face, He's an outsider. He's a businessman. He knows money. He has one goal, and that's to make America great again. He wants to bring the American dream back. He wants to make people envy us from other countries, envy the Americans. There's just so 
much potential. I think he did that to an extent, but I don't think the media didn't did him any good. American media, CBS, MSNBC, Fox, even to an extent, um, you know, CNN, etc. Then you have European news, Sky News, BBC. They don't report on him in any good way. You have to do your own independent research, and even that is hard. When was the last time you were able to get an unbiased article on Trump from Google? I have to use DuckDuckGo just to make these videos. It just blows my mind. I I don't want to read a CNN article because I know they're biased. I don't want to read an MSNBC article. I want to read unbiased media. Why is that so hard? How many people right now that are watching this video don't have a clue what's going on with this election other than what they're hearing on Facebook and social media? I bet you that's a majority because a majority of people don't have the time to do research on politics. The average working man or woman doesn't have an extra spare few hours to read on the Epic Times or even, you know, do their own independent research and read 10 different um, news sources to come up with their own opinion, to form their own opinion. It's difficult. It really is. But that's 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 how they want it to be. They They want it. To be difficult because they don't want people to form their own opinion. They want people to see what's on CNN and take that as it is. Oh, Trump's a racist. Okay. What evidence do you have? Uh, we don't have any, but CNN said it was, so they must be true. No. Let's read them. Quote, I remember an old adage that I learned from baseball. And quote, Giuliani added, when you're down by 10 runs, you can't score 10 on one hit. So, you gotta get one run at a time. So, the way I look at it, we have to win one of these legislatures. I think we have three good ones to pick from, Pennsylvania and Georgia and Arizona, end quote. I'm gonna be totally transparent. I'm a Trump supporter and I, I honestly hope that he has four more years and this is just only time seen to tell. I've been Gage and I'm signing off.